Hey, 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 welcome to the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. I am your host, Rolinda, and I am here as your coach, your spiritual advisor, to guide you through your healing while dropping some spiritual wisdom Jesus nuggets. The Psalms of My Emotions comes from my testimony of overcoming emotional turmoil that ultimately led me to my purpose. And my prayers for this podcast is that it will lead you all that are listening to your purpose while gaining the tools in the podcast for your healing. Let us hop right into another episode and let the healing begin. Hey, hey, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Emotion Monday. Just trying to get myself together. (laughs) I was just hurrying up and trying to get things done, but I'm happy I'm here and I pushed through for another (laughs) Emotion Monday. Y'all, I really was going (laughs) to reschedule this. I'm like, ah, but I always, you know, I always feel like this on Mondays, especially when I have to do, you know, the emotion Mondays, Uh, you know, sometimes God will get you in a place, even if it's something that he wants you to do, um, you have, you'll get in this place where, you know, uh, you, you, you do things even when you don't feel like it, right? (laughs) You know, sometimes we just can't wait on feeling like doing something to actually get stuff done. You know, that just comes with, you know, um, the maturity of, you know, obeying God and and doing things for God. You know, sometimes we just have to do things we don't want to do, but we don't feel like doing at the time. But I am here. And so welcome, welcome, welcome to Emotion Monday. I am so happy to be here. I'm on a roll, y'all. You know, I really ain't didn't have too many breaks going on. Um, so I'm excited that God has given me so much to share with you. So tonight we're going to talk about um, time markers. And I know this may sound like a weird, um, oh no, I didn't like that. Hold on. The light is going crazy. Uh, I know um, that sounds like a weird topic you know, to kind of talk about or, you know, not exactly exciting, ear-catching, eye-catching thing um, to talk about. But this was something that was just on my heart to share. You guys know I'm just not um, afraid to share, you know, my testimony, things that I go through. That's why it's called the Psalms of My Emotions, but it's just not all about me. Um, You know, this is just showing you guys what to do you know, um, with how you feel about the dealings of God, right? So if this is your first time listening, first time coming on, Emotion Monday um, is the segment that uh, is from the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. And Emotion Monday basically is a play on the words. E is for electronic. I don't know what's going on with my throat. E is for electronic. Motion is movement. I am online. I am speaking with you guys. And also this does stream to a lot of podcast platforms. I don't know 
uh, if there is any platform that this um, podcast show is not on, just search for the Psalms of My Emotions podcast and it should be on there. Also, uh, if you take the time, I do have a podcast subscription group. I call it the Mentorship Corner. You know, you guys get some solid nuggets here, right? Um, but there are even more nuggets that are available for subscribers. You get free ebooks. You know, I just started a prayer corner, um, our prayer section. I call it the prayer corner in the mentorship corner um, subscription thing. So the thing, cool thing about it is I don't believe there's a lot of people doing this sort of thing. I mean, it's a patron kind of thing, but um a lot of it's it's not it's I don't I haven't seen anyone like do like a mentorship perspective or mentorship take on it. So you know, subscribing, you know, even with the ebook that I'm working on, you know, it'll pay for itself, you know, with the subscription that you do monthly. And it's just to expand the podcast to help the podcast. You're not paying, you know, to uh be mentored, but as you're supporting the podcast, you know, you'll just have access to more things that are available. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And I hope you guys look into that. I'm very excited about it and very excited to those that are being blessed by it already. Okay, we're gonna jump into this topic. It's called time markers, time markers. So like I said, I'm very uh, transparent in uh, testimonial dealings of God. And it's not anything that happened in the past, or it is usually things that are is happening now. So what I'm experiencing, experiencing in this season is, um, you know, just a lot of, of being very aware and keen and listening into how God is moving, um, even in ways, uh, in, in, in uncomfortable ways, right? So I'm just going to give you guys this story. So just even now, like I have, you got most of you guys or some of you guys know, or you don't know that I am just an animal lover. I love animals just so much. It's so much that I had three, <laughs> I have three, well, I had three, I have one now. Um, I had um, two gorgeous boxers, right? And one little orange cat. And, <laughs> you know, at that time, you know, um, I had to take care of them after my divorce or whatever. I was left to take care of them. So, you know, it was already a lot of responsibility on my hands. If anyone that knows what it takes to take care of animals, it's still a responsibility. Um, so I took care of them, you know, and not knowing just, they were not just responsibilities. They were actually my emotional support animals. <laughs> like in the time of stress and in the time of uncertainty, you know, um, I had something to do. They kept me preoccupied. They kept my mind busy. They kept me moving, right? I could have sunken in a deeper state of, you know, depression, but because these critters <laughs> were here, you know, I they were here, I feel like, when I needed them the most. So then I noticed, you know, this is just from hindsight looking back. Um, as I start progressing, right, in uh, my healing, you know, and uh, God was kind of like just letting me know. And they lived of age, right? My dogs lived of age. But 
one of them they just started the, and it's so funny because he did it like in order but the um one of the dogs you know i just knew she was gonna pass right so he took her and i'm just like okay i'm like that was horrible that was like my first time kind of losing an animal you know or whatever that was horrible but i was i was a little bit better you know in my healing yeah they were my emotional support um i was a little bit better in my healing and then as i got stronger then here is, you know, my male dog, right? He gets sick. And like I said, he was of age as well. And he passed away. So, you know, maybe like a, a couple of years after her, you know, so as I'm growing, the, the animals are getting taken away. So right now, um, as I'm experiencing, I just have my little cat. He's well above <laughs> his age limit, right? For normal cats. He's almost 17 years old. That's like almost... 90 or 90 years old in cat years <laughs> but you can see him you know kind of slowing down and pain in his legs and you know all of this stuff is going on and uh let me mute this this notification is coming on uh there are pain in his legs and you know he's moving slow and i took him to the vet and she was basically saying like you know he's basically in hospice like you know basically you know you spend time with him make sure he's comfortable and I'm like, yeah, you know, um, you know, cause I just, just, you know, you don't want to see animals suffer or anything, but he's moving around, he's eating well, but still I know the time is coming, but in this evaluation, I'm coming in this evaluation of them leaving, you know, I'm in a very, very, very good place. So when it's time for, you know, my last animal for the, my cat to go, you know, is it, it, it makes sense right cuz he was he's going to be the last support animal that i have right but i'm in a very good place so i know when he leaves i know you know that god is going to fully be able to put me in the place that he's always wanted me to be right because i've got stronger i'm you know uh healed you know still it's still things but you know for the most part I'm in a very good um, healed place. Um, I'm focused. I know my purpose, right? And I, you know, some people look at that, you know, like I said, you lose animals, you lose things that you hold so dearly, even death, you know, that is a time marker, but you know, they serve their purpose, right? And I'm getting there, <laughs> right? Well, what I'm talking about, you know, just even with my uh, divorce, right? That was served sort of as a time marker, right? Not knowing, like I said, this is hindsight. I'm looking at, okay, well, God is trying to push me and pull me closer to him and to purpose, because if I stayed there, then I wouldn't be as close as I am now. I wouldn't be on the path that I am now. And then also when you think of time markers, there are period of times where you look back, like you see um, that I'm going back and I'm telling you where I got my strength where I got my healing according to these events, right? Like I'm looking back at when my first dog passed away. I knew where I, where I was at. Then, you know, the second dog, I knew where I was at, you know, then the cat, you know, just even in this state, I know where I was at. So when I look back, oh, I know where I was in God at those stages, even my divorce, I could see where God was trying to do. So it's not necessarily the events, but the, the time periods of my walk with God and when it happened, right? So 
with that being said, uh, it kind of re it reminded me and it took me to the uh, scripture in Ecclesiastes, very familiar passage of scripture, Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 14, right? So I'm just going to go ahead and read it really quick. Uh, this was written by King Solomon in his late years, right? Written in his late years. If I could spell Ecclesiastes right in Google. Uh, he wrote this very late in his uh, old age and, you know, he fell away from God. So you could tell he was in this reflective state, right? He was in this reflective state thinking, you know, probably thinking about all the bad moves he did and probably even seeing the time marker where things went the wrong way. You know, maybe the women that he started to to get into their idol worship, you know, their idol worshiping. He was able to mark that like in his old reflective age. Oh, I knew I knew where I turned into the wrong, you know, to the wrong way. Right. So I'm still trying to pull up the scripture. Okay, so it's the first part of Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 14. Um, for everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away, a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be quiet and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What do people really get for all their hard work? I have seen the burden God had placed on all of us, yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. So I concluded there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can. And people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor, for these are gifts from God. And I know that whatever God does is final. Nothing can be added to it or taken from it. God's purpose is that people should fear him. So, you know, just even just looking at the first uh, eight parts, you know, it's just, it's a time for everything, right? And how do you remember these times? Do you remember the event where, you know, okay, it's a time to cry and a time to laugh. You know, you'll you'll look back at these events and, and say, well, God, I saw you there, right? I saw you in these events, right? And know what happened when this happened, you know, and it brought me also to the verse. Um, and like I said, it's, it's very familiar. It is with the prophet Isaiah, you know, um, Isaiah 61. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. It wasn't so much about King Uzziah, you know, in the Bible. It was more so what happened, you know, to the prophet Isaiah at that time. So when he looks back, like he said, I knew what I knew the time that I experienced God, how I experienced him. It was when King Uzziah died. So it wasn't necessarily about King Uzziah dying. It was about what happened 
with my relationship. What happened, right? I saw the Lord, like I had an experience. I had an encounter, right? I can look back at times in my life and I can remember where, you know, like I said, where something, where I was in a dark place or, you know, um, I was really, really struggling financially, you know, and I'm like, I remember this. And then, but then I can say that's where God intervened. That's where God interrupted, right? So sometimes we have to be careful not to get sucked up into the events of things, right? You know, um, sometimes if someone passes, you know, we'll get so caught up into the uh, grieving and we'll get caught and there's nothing wrong with grieving, right? But, you know, as I just read, you know, there's a time for everything, right? So there is a time to grieve, but then there's also a time to, you know, reflect like, okay, where, where did God take me? Even through this grieving, uh, where was I with God, right? You know, what happened? You know, uh, what was this, what was the meaning of this, right? It's always a reason why God does everything that he does. You know, it kind of said it in the scripture that I just read. There are a reason why he does things the way he does it, right? And so when you get into this place in God where when things happen, you get into this space where it's like you start to ask, well, God, okay, this had to end so this can start, right? Like this can't last forever. Like I said with my animals, my dogs and cat can't live forever, <laughs> Right. That just doesn't make any sense. They they can't live forever. It's inevitable, you know, that they're going to leave. But it's the timing. Right. For, so for me, it's the timing of them. You know, they serve the need. So everything that got placed in my life is served a need. And sometimes we'll just get so caught in trying to hold on to it. You know that what what purpose someone serves in our life, we want to hold on to it forever right? <laughs> we want them to be that forever, but there is a time, there is an ending to it, right? And it serves a purpose. I think sometimes we don't understand or to ask God, what is the purpose of a thing, right? Like grieving, right? You know, God gives us time to grieve, but do we ask God, well, okay, what was the purpose even after I'm grieving. What was the purpose of that? You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm a very inquisitive person. I'm one that always asks God questions. And from, you know, what he's been telling me, he loves it. He loves it when we ask him questions. And, and a lot of people ask me, even in, um, you know, when I, I teach or, or preach or whatever, like, well, what do you do, you know, to get to the revelation that you get or to the conclusions that you get to. I'm like, I just ask God a lot of questions. <laughs> He's not offended by our questions. So even when these things are happening, it is very healthy uh, uh, action or very healthy practice to ask God, why, you know, just, well, what was the reason for this? And not having nothing attached to it, but just asking him, you know, just what was the reason for this? You know, were you trying to teach me something or, you know, and sometimes he won't answer right then. You know, he knows when you're ready to accept something. Right. I had a question I asked God one time and it took him 
Um, well, it did take him, but it took me to receive it a year. I didn't get the answer to like a year later. And it wasn't frustrating because it wasn't something that I asked him every day. It's just that I knew the pattern, patterns and the timing of God that, okay, maybe I'm not ready to receive the answers, right? I'm not, my heart is not ready. I'm not ready to transition in into what I'm asking you about because it's deeper than me asking. <laughs> you know, what the question that I'm asking God is going to be transformative. And he's waiting to see, you know, that answer is only when you're, you arrive at this other state, right? Because you're not going to understand if I answer you right now, you're going to be defensive. You're going to brush it off, right? But when you have, get to a state where you see yourself, then you'll accept it, right? Asking God questions is a part of seeking him. You are trusting he has the answers to your question, leaning on his wisdom. Yep, absolutely. That's it. Because I'm like, if anybody else got answers to those questions, I mean, God do. <laughs> you know, I trust he's going to answer me. I trust he has a reason for everything. You know, as I was saying about, you know, the things and events that happened in my life, I mean, it makes sense, you know, and even though it doesn't feel good, it makes sense, right? You know, uh, people have to leave, you know, animals have to leave. <laughs> it doesn't, you don't like it. And a lot of times I think that's the problem. We go off of our feelings, how we feel about things. And that's what gets in the way. We go off of how we feel about things instead of just feel what we have to feel and just acknowledge and embrace that this had to happen for a reason. It was a purpose for this. God has ordained this to happen, right? God wanted this to happen for a purpose, right? And we know God in his purposes, it works for our good, you know, according to we're, we're called to something and we love him, right? It's going to work. And you have to remind yourself of that. If you have to write a post-it, put it on something, make it a, a phone screensaver thing, you know, hey, you know, there's a purpose for this, right? You have to, even if you have to make a, a, a t-shirt, hey, there's a purpose for this. Just to remind you that things just don't happen by happenstance. You know, God is such a, you know, I mean, a mastermind and how he coordinates stuff, right? Nothing is disorganized or out of order. It's in coordination. And like I read in Ecclesiastes, we don't understand. We can't see what God sees. We don't know what God knows, but just know, you know, these seasons and the way they end and uh, it's for a reason, right? So, uh, you know, so even with Ecclesiastes, um, you know, the whole reason and even in all of that is it's a foundation to live a life of, um, you know, this is a foundation to live a life of meaning and purpose. When you understand God's timing, you know, and I, I got this from an article I was reading. Um, it's a, this is the foundation to live a life of meaning and purpose. When you understand that God moves in these seasons, that things just have to happen, right? You're more than likely going to be able to let go of stuff, even when you don't understand it. 
you know, you can cry, you can grieve, you know, um, you could just enjoy the moments for where they are, but you just know that, you know, that's foundational. When you, when you grasp this about the season and the timings of God, and you won't get stuck in the why you won't get stuck in grief. Right. I believe that's why it's so um, hard for when people that have a hard time getting out of grief is that they don't understand the timing of God. They don't understand uh, the seasons of God. They don't understand, you know, this this scripture right here, you know, about God's sovereign hand. Right. So um, basically what that scripture was, it was an invitation to trust God's sovereign hand. All things are appointed. Nothing is by mistake. And sometimes because of what it is, see, we have a problem with what it is. You know, um, when we have a problem of what it is, you know, we're, we, we get stuck there. So my whole reasoning in doing this uh, podcast, this episode, is that that's what I was feeling. I just feel like people got stuck in seasons, right? People got stuck in the tragedy. People got stuck in what happened. People got stuck in the heartbreak. People just got stuck there. They ne- like they never moved. You know, this is what God was showing me. They never moved instead of using what happened as a time marker. Using it as this happened but there was a reason why it happened and it happened because it will is progressing my future it's doing something it's aiding in something and what you want me to do god you are exper- i am experiencing this for a reason i you are letting me see this experience this feel this for a reason right you are also like i said with with my animals you are letting me know what is next right? You are letting me know what season I'm moving into, right? Sometimes there might be seasons where you, you know, you might've had to take care of someone for a season. And then if that person passes or whatever, you know, we get stuck there instead of just looking like, okay, well, you know, this is where my service ends in this season. Now it's another chapter to move into. We get stuck in seasons And that's exactly what the enemy wants us to do. He wants us to get stuck, you know, in these seasons, in this place, because we, we, our emotions are so real, you know, um, I don't discount emotions at all. This is the ministry I'm in. This is the ministry. This is what I specialize in is emotions. And I know because emotions are so real and they are powerful enough to put cement on your feet right? Just because of how you feel. You can be fearful. Um, You can be uh, scared, you know, of things. You could be just caught in, like I said, just so in a heartbreak, in depression, and it will cement your feet. You won't be able to move because it is that real. Like it's controlling your every movement. It's your emotions are controlling your thoughts. It's controlling, you know, just everything. Your body is controlling everything. So then when, and that's why the devil always tries to attack us in our feelings, right? 
Because if he can get us stuck in our feelings, he knows that we won't listen to God. We won't even see the time markers. We won't see the te- the, the seasons moving. We, we're just so caught up in asking God, why did you do this? And you should, we're, we're so busy dictating and telling God what he shouldn't have done instead of just saying, well, God, it had to be done. You did this for a reason. <laughs> I have no choice but to accept it. Like I said, it's an invitation to trust. This is trusting God's sovereign hand. God does what he wants to do, when he wants to do it, where he wants to do it, right? Because all things are appointed, like I read, you know, and like I said, this is a foundation to live a life of meaning and purpose. When you know this, you know, there's a meaning for everything. There is a reason for everything and you don't always have to understand it. I think that's another thing. We, we get so stuck in understanding why. We're stuck in the why. We're stuck in, God, I don't understand this. So then what you do is I'm going to sit here until I understand it. And sometimes God just wants you to move your feet, right? He just wants you to know that this had to happen. I need you to move on. And he may give you understanding later on, right? If he feels like you need it. Um, and we just have to remind, you know, uh, ourselves, like I said, this is an everyday thing that God is in everything and God is with us, right? Sometimes we're experiencing, when we experience those moments, those time markers, uh, those events, those tragic events that we experience, God starts to seem so far away, right? You're like, God, I don't understand this. And why would you do this? And, <laughs> you know, why are you doing this? And it's making me feel like this. Why would you cause this to happen? You know, you don't want me to be happy. You don't want me, you know, we get into those modes, right? And we forget that God is in this. God is with us while we're going through this, while we're experiencing this. We forget right? We forget like God cannot be here. God is omnipresent. That's never going to change. God is always with us, but we have to remind ourselves in those moments, God, I may not understand. I know you're with me and and it's okay. You have to remind yourself. Okay. (laughs) Um, you know, um, these time markers, these events and things that happen, right? Um, as you mature and as you just get in the space with God, you, you have to realize that this should be, you know, you'll get in a state where now that you know, these things are happening. Like I said, this is just something that's just happened with me that I'm realizing, like I said, with my animals and I know everybody can relate because everybody is not, is not, um, animal lovers, (laughs) but the season that the purposes of what they served in my life, like I said, they were my emotional support animals. And so as my cat is aging and, you know, he's going to pass any, any time now, you know, he's in living his bonus life. Look, Marlo has lived. (laughs) Um, but if anything, you know, um, I miss them and, you know, I love their company, but they have, you know, they have to go not only because of their age, it's because they serve their purpose. But even in that, it's more comforting than confusing because he's like, he already told me it's because I'm going to put you in a new 
you know, this is how, you know, you're, you're able to go into this new stage that I have for you. You know, you're able to, you know, I had to take some of these things away, these things, you know, this is just the timing, right? They serve their purpose, whatever you needed to serve this purpose, right? And then these time markers should be more confirming than it is scary, right? Some things happen where we're just like, oh my God, God, what are you doing? I mean, tragic things, right? And sometimes we'll get so worried and so bogged down and get have just such anxiety like let's say if you know um you happen to have lost your job or something you know that's a good example you haven't to lost your job you know you didn't expect to lose your job but instead of looking at it as after a while because i know that'll be a big shock so i'm not expecting anybody to take that easy <laughs> But at first, it's going to be a big shock to you. But then it's like, well, this is more confirming than it is scary. Like, God, I've been talking to you and you've been telling me that you're going to move in my life and I'm not going to work here. But you don't like the way it happened, right? <laughs> yes. Let me see. People can relate to losing family. Your pets were family. A loss is lost. And we all deal with that. Yeah. I mean, family, you know, and that's the thing with like with animals. And um, I was asking God, I'm just like, how can I explain that for people that don't understand? So that's good. I'll uh, harp on that a little bit for people that don't understand when it comes to your animals. And he was just like, it's not necessarily um, the animals. It's just that the effect, you know, that they have to your heart. Right. Um. It's what you hold dear. It's what you uh, um, just held in your heart. So anything that that changes your heart in a way, you know, that affects your heart in a way, it's, it's, it matters, right? You know, so pets are able to do that. Animals are able to do that to the human heart, right? <laughs> Where you accept them, you embrace them, you love them, you know, like their family, right? Because they played such an important part to you, you know, and you hold them dear. So, you know, that's the effect that animals have, you know, and thank God for them. <laughs> I thank God that he made us. And I mean, like I said, I'm just an animal lover. It could be a pig, a, a, a horse, a, a cow. <laughs> I just love animals. I mean, you learn so much from them. But yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a way that how you carry them in your heart. And so a lot of people don't carry animals in their heart like that, you know, and that's fine. So that's why they, you know, a lot of people may not understand, but a lot of people don't carry animals like that in their heart. And, you know, that's fine, but you have to know that it, 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 it does matter. Right. <laughs> so, you know, like I said, with the, um, with these time markers and things happening, um, when you get so um, embracing, you know, God's sovereign hand, you know, these events will look more confirming more than it is scary. Like I gave the example about losing the job, right? You know, and more, more than likely God had already been dealing with you <laughs> about movement, right? About changes and shifting right and sometimes you even feel it sometimes if you want to be real with yourself given the job example you are and this may be confirming to someone that's going to listen i don't know who but uh you're uncomfortable 
it's like your job is easy but like you just come to work and you you are very uninterested <laughs> and working right you just like i don't know what it is i just don't feel like it you know today i don't feel like dealing with it I'm just over it. Like, I just need something else. You know, you have it in your mind. You're just tired. And and sometimes God has set that up in a way for you to get ready to embrace, you know, what's going to happen to embrace the change. And that's another thing that's not even in my notes. You know, uh, a lot of these things, if you really um, want to think about it, some of this, a lot of this is not even by surprise. There's a feeling, there's something you know, that, that is prompting you that something is not right. Something feels off, right? Like something is shifting and I don't even know, like I can't put my finger on it. Something is shifting, right? So when you lose a job or if you get fired or whatever, or you decide to like, okay, that shouldn't have been a surprise, but it's like the way it happened, it became such a shock. So, you know, even with these time markers, it should be more empowering, more than it seems feeling powerless. Sometimes we want to have such control over situations and when they don't happen the way we want them to happen, you know, we get ourselves just in this space. We're disgruntled, right? We want to um, defend everything. We want to fight, right? And so we should be more empowered how things are going because we know God is in control. That's what we say, right? God is in control. God is definitely in control. But sometimes, you know, it may feel like we're powerless when all, like, especially with all this stuff that's going on in the world, right? This might be leaving a lot of people feeling powerless. Like, what can I do? I, I feel like I can't do anything, but you know, just know God is in control. He is not uh, blind to what anything is going on anywhere, <laughs> right? And when you know that and believe that and not just saying it, you know, just saying, well, God is in control. God is in control, you know, just saying it. But when you really believe that thing, you have nothing to worry about, right? It's just, it's just that we just, we're just not used to being uncomfortable. Nobody likes to be uncomfortable, right? Like, I just feel so uncomfortable. Feel it. It's okay to feel uncomfortable, but, you know, it, it should dictate your movement or your non-movement, right? I, we just don't never want to, I just don't want to be uncomfortable. I just don't, hey, a lot of things that God does, you know, in our lives, it's going to make us uncomfortable because, because guess what? If we are never uncomfortable, we will never move. If we want to be honest with ourselves, for some of you, if God have never, has never done anything, right? We will never move. <laughs> if God don't poke you, push you somewhere, you would never move, Right? Like, I believe if I never got, uh, you know, not to say that's something that should happen, but if I never got divorced, I would never be in this place that I'm at, right? I mean, maybe a little harder to get there, but God didn't see it to be so, right? Um, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have moved, right? I wouldn't have moved. I wouldn't have, if things weren't uncomfortable or things, were, I wouldn't have moved, right? 
God couldn't trust me just to move when things were, were working out well. So sometimes God has to shake up something. God got to shake the table <laughs> for us to move, right? So anyways, <laughs> um, you know, like I said, you know, in the beginning when I was describing the title, even though, even what may be the worst time in your life or season, if looked at correctly, will allow you to see the timing of God right? And how he moves and what he does is it's just to get us to move and to move where? It's getting us to move closer to him, right? Anything that God does is it's getting us, it's trying to move us closer to him. And like I read about the uh, Isaiah 6 and 1, you know, the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. And I believe that for a lot of you, that in whatever event that you're going through, whatever, tra it could be tragedy, anything that is just like really dramatic for you, you're going to look back and just say, you know, that was the year or that was the day, the week, the night or whatever. That is when I, I encountered the Lord, right? That is when I saw the Lord. This is this is the time that he told me, right? I mean, like I said, anything, the day you lost a job, the day you lost, you know, someone that was dear to you, relative, whatever, that was the day, you know, or, or your heart got broken. That was the day, right? That was the time that I got closer to God. That was the time that I encountered my purpose. That was the time that I finally saw me for who, for who, how God sees me, right? This is the time that I knew I had to, to, to go somewhere. I had to explore. I had to go and God was with me the whole time, right? This is the, you know, that's a time marker. That is the time marker. So that was just pretty much it. I just wanted to encourage you guys to have that different perspective on these things that happen to you, right? Um, God allows these things to happen to create a change in maybe how you've been relating to him or uh, your relationship or um, to see where you are, um, you know, because sometimes when things happen or life things happen, we, we, try, we start to have a wider perspective on our existence, why we're here, like, you know, even with COVID hit right? Everyone was just pretty much like, I need to get close to God. I need to see what's, because look, people are dying. Like I need to get to where I need to, you know, I need to see what I'm really doing. Like life is short. People were realizing that life was short during COVID. You hear a lot of people talk about when they talk about a time period or something, they'll be like during COVID or when COVID happened, this this happened when COVID happened, right? You know, and I can even say that with myself with, with the time marker. COVID is where definitely God put me here, like how I'm talking to y'all. This is where he put me in front of the camera to talk to y'all, like on a consistent basis. He said, hey, you better sit here. This is where you're going to be at. This is where you, you, you outreach your people. This is where they're going to be at. <laughs> You know, depression broke off of me that I didn't know the, the bit that was still there. 
it broke off of me because of something that happened in COVID. Like they were having online concerts left and right, but it was one online concert. I laughed and that thing broke. I, and he gave it a scripture, you know, like, you know, she laughed without fear of the future. Right. Followed by that. It, it was uh, depression um, broke off. Uh, I gained confidence. You know, and I had got to even, you know, and just knew where, where my calling was, right? All of that happened during COVID. You see where I'm going with the time markers? <laughs> you know, it, it was always tragedy, always uh, preceded an event that happened to me in God, you know, and that's pretty much the nutshell right there. These accidents, these these things, these tragedies, these time markers in your life, it should be able to mark a time, you know, where you are with God or what God did or what he's doing, right? Because it's for a purpose and that's what the purpose is. <laughs> Lord help transition in tra tragedy. Exactly. Transition in tragedy. And that's what he's at. Tra I, that's so good. Transition. Listen, I, I I felt that metamorphosis, that transition. Actually, when that, I'm like, Lord, this don't feel good, this transition, right? So I thank you guys for tuning in for another Emotion Monday. And you guys know I always have to end it with uh, doing the plan of salvation. Because like I said, if I'm representing ministry, what am I doing if I'm not offering people to uh have a let me get this banner off um to experience god for themselves so romans 10 and 9 states that if you confess with your mouth jesus is lord and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved again that's romans 10 and 9 hey anybody can get jesus you know, this is a heart thing if you believe it. And, you know, I, I watched something and someone said that, you know, they were so excited about this passage because they didn't know that that's all that it took. Right. They didn't know that, you know, they were so excited that, OK, well, Jesus really died and came back and, and rose up so excited. That was it for them. Right. That that kind of that a God like that would die for them, right? So excited. So <laughs> you can read that, get Jesus, and don't stop there. Find you a place to, to grow in God, you know, be led, right? So then you can be filled with the Holy Spirit and go out and do what you were created to do, all right? I guarantee you, you will not regret that change and that transition, all right? <laughs> so I thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I, I'm going to try to be on next week. I, I believe I have something already brewing. So I hope this blessed you. Share it for those who need it. And I will see you next week. Bye-bye.